everyone. This is Neek and Rez, and this is She Wolf Alchemy. Today, we are talking about manifestation. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so, in regards to manifestation, um, really, I, I think we're going to get into manifestation, but also just the mindset behind manifestation in general. Um, one of the things I noticed when I really started looking into manifestation a few years ago was like, honestly, it's it's concepts that's already put into everyday psychology, everyday mm-hmm. religion, but we don't yeah. call it that. Mm-hmm. And it's just adding them all together and now calling it a thing. Yeah, because like when I was younger, I definitely did not hear about this. Oh. at all or little to none when I was like but now since I have become older it's like it just came out of nowhere kind of <laughs> yeah well you know I think a big part of that is like our generation is a generation that grew up with the internet um, mm-hmm. like we grew up before the internet was huge but then we were also mm-hmm. there when it started becoming huge and now we're there at a time where it's a part of your everyday life and I think yeah. because when we were first little it wasn't huge so you did have you knew what was in your hometown you know, mm-hmm. you knew about religion that your people talked about. Mm-hmm. And I think with the booming of social media, different people were able to put out different things that they were doing and it things that were more popular on the other side of the world. And then things just different things picked up speed and took off. Um, because there's a book on manifestation like all the way back like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um but it's like, you know, that was that side of the world. That was those people. Those, yeah. those particular folks. And then... There was no way to, um, like, communicate that nationwide back then. Yeah. And now it's like, if you have an idea, you can put it out into the world. And it can go viral. And next thing you know, it's a part of everybody's everyday life. Five years from now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, essentially, when we talk about manifesting, we're talking about the ability to really have your thoughts, your feelings, and your beliefs, controlling them to create an outcome in your physical world, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so when it comes to manifesting, um, I feel like it's something that I definitely unconsciously did when I was younger. Um, and but it wasn't really like I was purposely trying to manifest stuff it was just I'm a daydreamer so mm-hmm. I love being able to just be like you know what oh, one day I'm gonna be so rich and it's gonna be so awesome and <laughs> like just thinking about it and not even just thinking about it because manifestation is so much more than thinking about it but I've always been a when I think about it I feel that yeah like I feel it in me when I think about stuff um, which is bad because when I'm not having a good day and I'm not having good thoughts, I feel it. Feel it. <laughs> to the max, yeah. Yeah. I think the same with me. I didn't guess I didn't know that's what I was doing, but like um I would daydream. Like even going off to college, my mom promoted um HBCUs and she took us to all these different places. So I would have like a goal in mind or I would daydream about being at college, being at a black college and all the stuff you could do. But I had to, and then you know how you manifest, you just think about it, and then it comes to fruition, like, this is mine. So I was like, I'm going to go to this school. I'm going to be like, I don't know. I don't know. I had, like, daydreamed about it. Yeah. And then when I finally got there, I was like, oh, I really made this happen. I'm at a HBCU. I'm loving it. And it was everything that I dreamed of. Cause, but 
I was thinking about that since I was a child. Yeah. So I guess it could be a manifestation. Daydreaming about it too. Yeah. So yeah. And that's that's definitely me. As a child, I was definitely someone who visualized things. Mm-hmm. I was definitely someone who meditated without knowing that's what I was doing. Yeah. Um, because I think I've talked about this in our episodes several times. Like I shut down when I get overwhelmed, when I get too stressed. And so mm-hmm. a lot of times and I disassociate a lot. That's a big yeah. part. Did you get yeah. that post I sent you? Oh, the the one though no, I didn't read that one yet. Okay. So uh sidebar, but there is this woman, uh oh my gosh, I don't remember her name. I post her stuff all the time on our page though. But uh she has this like book about self-healing or whatever. And one of the things she posted today was about disassociation. And she was like, people use disassociation. They think of it in a more magical terms. Like someone literally just physically, I mean, emotionally blank out. And she was like, mm-hmm. but a lot of times she was talking about how like some people disassociation is when you talk to them now and you're like, oh, tell me about your childhood. And they're like, girl, I don't remember nothing about my childhood. Um, yeah. And you know, that's a thing for me. Like mm-hmm. whatever makes you talk, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember my childhood. I don't know why I don't remember my childhood, but I don't. There's very little things that come in and out. Someone will say something and I'll, a memory come up. But on an everyday average, I don't have no idea what happened in my childhood. Um, but she talks about it in her post and she goes, yeah, that's a part of this association. And she was like, and you have to understand when you grow up with that, she was saying like, you become good at disassociating where you know when to respond you know how to act like you're checked in and so forth she's like but the thing is later when people come back and talk to you about it you have no idea what people are talking about and it's like you're not there and Mm -hmm. she was talking about how it's a common thing for people who disassociate that people commonly are like yeah they have bad memory and you'll constantly talk to these people and she was like in it'll be a running joke among your friend group like they have bad memory because you guys will bring up a memory and either their memory is so far different that you're like that's not what what are you talking about or right. they just completely don't remember things that you guys remember and you're like how how you were there you were actively involved they disassociated yeah yeah and they're like no because you're a, you are a disassociator mm-hmm. and you're like and there's lots of parts in your life where like people will recall and retell you these stories and it was like you weren't even there and you're just like huh fascinating um yeah that has happened yeah yeah and you know that's a huge thing even with recently there's a guy who um i i like recently got in contact with and i remember like telling you and then being like yeah you know we were talking and he was reminding me of this and that girl i don't remember this happening you're like chris that was definitely a thing and i was like Mm -hmm. what and then you were able to better tell me about my dating experience with this person than i remember yeah, I remember him well. Yeah, and in my head, guys, you don't understand. When I was talking to me, she was going back and telling me memories and feelings, and she's like, "Yeah, because you did this, and you really, really like him." And in my head, this was someone I had dated casually for like a couple of weeks, and she was like, "Christ, he was a whole thing." Yeah, and it was definitely more than a couple of weeks. Yeah, in my head, because like, I would ask oh, about him often, and it was a thing. Yeah. Uh, so when I was reading that post, and I'll repost it for you guys, but it like blew my mind because that's always a thing. And I already knew I disassociated, but having her break that down, um, it completely blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, I said all that to say, because I disassociate so much, a lot of times as a kid, I had to meditate to zone back in. Mm. And I didn't realize that's what I was doing. I didn't realize that meditation was what it was called. I just knew that sometimes I would disassociate 
and I would just come back and I would people are talking and I'm like oh shoot they having a whole conversation around me hmm. <laughs> and I could not but you said you days off though sometimes. I know I need to associate I just look at you and I'll be like okay I'm going to get up and go now <laughs> oh, girl you should see me at meetings I remember one time I was in this meeting and everybody just got so I don't know what happened I was in there mentally. I have no idea what happened. But all I know is by the time I zoned back in, everybody was just looking at me. And I was like, oh, it must be my turn to talk. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so like, um, the stuff, the stuff be stuffing, right? Mm-hmm. And so like, and my boss just grabbed my hand underneath the table and just spoke for me. <laughs> <laughs> this was a few years ago. This is like when I, my, like one of my first like uh, jobs in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. and she just talked for me and I just remember like looking around the table and it was like 20 professionals my job is highly um even mm-hmm. back then highly interdisciplinary so it's not just mental health I've always been mm-hmm. in jobs where it's mental health it's the police it's policy makers it's um people that work at the jail it's lawyers it's, it's always been like a huge group of various fields in meetings with us and I remember looking up and all of them were like so what was that like everybody looked very concerned mm-hmm. like everybody looked at me and was just like so what was that like <laughs> where was she because she clearly was like zoned out and we don't know what just happened <laughs> uh, but yeah so that's like one of the things I had to do like whenever I zone out when I come back I always have to kind of to bring myself back to full awareness I'm always just like kind of what I told you guys last time I have to do grounding work I'm like okay okay my feet is firmly on the floor I can feel this chair underneath me and I have to go through all my senses and then I have to do breathing and then I'm like okay okay and back to reality um, but how did that look that look like as a child so as okay. a child I tell you I don't you're trying to give me to say specific stories but no I remember one specific incident um and also let me just say because I we did have one message in our DMs do not worry about me I was not like abused or anything as a oh wow because <laughs> people always just like I just I feel like we're concerned no it was never that I had an amazing parenthood and so forth um I just had there was just a lot of high stress emotional situations. I had a, a brother that died very early in his life. I had, you know, so it was just a lot of situations like that going on when I was a child. So don't worry about me. I wasn't abused, nothing like that. I have amazing, loving, great parents. Um, you know, I just, in my childhood, there was a lot of stuff like that going on. And so, you know, it created, you know, certain things that, you know, as a child, you develop certain things to just cope and deal with. Yeah. Um, but for in one particular situation, I remember um, I was staying with a family member. Uh, we were out of town. We were staying with this family member. Um, you know, kind of out of that like cousin loyalty, you don't tell your parents certain stuff because you're like, that's my cousin. Like if I tell, <laughs> you know, this is going to create a whole thing. So my, my parents allowed me to stay with a family member who... I shouldn't have been staying with they had a lot of extra stuff going on but th- I felt there was no way for me to be like hey her dude is a like hood as hell he like to bring hood shit to her home and I don't feel safe there um, right. I didn't feel comfortable saying that because that was going to get her into a whole situation so I didn't say anything 
Mm-hmm. I let my mom drop me off there. My mom thought, you know, everything was fine. We just wanted to read the Bible or whatever. And I remember, like, I had a situation where, like, her dude had came. And her dude came in the house with guns. Okay? <laughs> Keep in mind, like, this is not what we grew up around. Like, we didn't grow up right. in good situations. We don't, like, this was not, this is not our norm. Um, and he was, like, yelling at her or whatever, whatever. But he made it very, no, like, he didn't point a gun or anything at us. But, like, he made it very known he had guns on him. He, like, made it very known, like, I'm trying to be intimidating. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, I don't know what happened between them. I think they were arguing, whatever. But I went to a whole other place. And all I remember is, like, my all I remember is my cousin sitting there talking to me. He was like, he, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what she was talking about. I don't know. But I remember looking at her and not being able to focus on what she was saying. And I was just like, yo, where did he go? What what happened? Like, it was like I missed the whole fight. <laughs> and I remember, like, being kind of as she was talking and me doing deep breathing and me being like, <sighs> in, out. And I remember just focusing, like, on my breathing. So for me, when I was a child, a big part of meditation for me was focusing on my breathing when I could not calm myself. Yeah, and to bring my mind to a stillness that was a big part of what I would do so far as a child that was, that, yeah. yeah it was good you found that yeah um, and I don't know where it came from really. like I don't remember anybody ever teaching me that I just mm-hmm. remember that being a thing for me when I was younger um, and like yeah. you said visualization just really mm-hmm. using our m- imagination yeah, and being either understimulated or whatever, and just kind of creating this whole inner world where it was like, yes, one day, you know, I am going to, I'm gonna go to college, and I'm gonna get my master's, and I'm gonna, you know, and just it's something that's always been in me since I was like seven. Mm-hmm. Like this is what it's gonna look like, and this is how old I'm gonna be when I graduate, and this is how. And um, as a child, I just remember doing that. Now as an adult, of course, it's way more intentional and it's with a lot more goal setting yeah yeah now so do you like actively work on like visualizing goals and like trying to use the law of attraction and so forth right now in your everyday life right now I'm not really um but I have in the past I try to get back to like the manifestation or just the law of attraction or saying it, I'm going to get that I'm going to get that so I always start by like writing stuff down mm-hmm. and taking those baby steps to get there and I think that's like my goal set like just checking and looking over this list every now and then to see if I'm going in that right direction um but well, wait, what about your house because I promise you you were like I think I'm going to get a house and you know I really want to buy a house you said that this summer and then next thing I know I didn't hear <laughs> nothing about it you were like hey Oh, by the way, I got a house. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> you snuck it yeah. on me. You didn't say nothing during none of the process. We're just like, by the way, I, I like, got a house. Just focus. <laughs> um, I guess so. But that was just like a fast one. Like, you know, I mean, it could happen that fast, I guess. I just visualized it. Like, I was like, I can't be here next year. I can't do this anymore. Um, Then I didn't really like my neighbors. I didn't like where I was. So I was like, I'm going to do something like I just like I'm going to do something to change my circumstance yeah um and I and it was a visualization of that too just visualizing me being not by these neighbors and not by not in this area and not having to pay rent 
Yeah. So, and I guess that was my drive and my push to get up and do it because, like, literally, I didn't have a plan when I went to go get the pre-approval. I just woke up, went to work, wrote it down. Like, I'm gonna go to the place today and see if they approve me, and they approved me that day. Yeah, it was no set, no nothing. I was just like, I'm just gonna go see what they say. I mean, that's the story you told me. Cause I was yeah. <laughs> But no, well, I remember to like you telling me because there me and you had a couple conversations over the like last year where you're like, no, like I, I want a house, and you're like, and you were telling me like, no, like because I know you're a journaler, and mm-hmm. you like journaling things, and you were like a couple times over the last year you had made it clear like, no, I want a house, and we talked about mm-hmm. manifesting. I want to say like last fall, you're like, no, I'm I mean it when I say, Chris, I'm gonna get a house, and I'm like, yeah, girl, me too, and then I never thought about it again for myself (laughs) (laughs) and then here I come like oh well yeah so I guess that is a great example of it yeah so what exactly did you do so talk us through your steps that you did for your house like the manifestation Mm -hmm. like your visualization all of that I guess like I had wrote it down like having that house was like a plan for a while but it got off the track like I wanted a home since 2018 Mm -hmm. um I was like okay it's me journey I gotta figure it out like so I started steps back then but I kept on getting sidetracked and knocked off of my track and then I just kept on having that goal like like each year a new house was on my vision board I was on vision boards for a while (laughs) but each year that was my goal and I just like I had to write it down but I never like write it and like look over it and think about it. I write it down and I like you. I'm a daydreamer, so I would daydream about getting this house. But I never made like steps to do it. But every now and then I'll write down little things I need to do to get to that goal, not knowing that I was gonna get there, not knowing when I was gonna get there. I was just just doing little steps to get there. So then I started like, okay, so how you gonna get your credit score up to get there? So this is the next goal. Like I was taking baby baby steps to get to my goal I think that's the only way I can get there and also all that time visualizing the ending yeah yeah because like if I have so much on me like so much other stuff going on if I don't write stuff down and see it it just like it's all clutter because I usually get to my ending goals without me even knowing that I was doing it and I guess it's because I always check back in like of stuff I write down like I mean this is bad but I wanted a kid I got my kid like those stuff I wanted I got it like so it's just like I always either visualize it like a daydream in the universe like it's just always a shift to that what I want or I'm writing it down I never wrote down I want a kid but I know in my head I want a kid um even though when it happened I was acting like I was I was kind of shocked it actually happened but <laughs> it's not nothing I didn't want. I don't think you want me to go into the conversation. No, I don't. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. But you manifested that. You manifested Yeah. That. You definitely and I, manifest- I mean, I even, like, manifested getting proposed to and all of that, too. Like, I was like, this this. I seen him, and I was like, I want to marry him. No. And I was like, and we going to get there, and I want to spend, spend this life with him. Like, so, I mean, he probably seen me as wanted the same thing, but it's just, like, different things... Like, if I put my mind to it and it's something I want to do and it's, like, my daydreams all the time, I usually get there. But sometimes I get knocked off. Sometimes it takes me a while. It doesn't take, like, a short period. It may seem like a short period to you, but I, 
um, with the house thing, but that's been on my mind since 2018. Yeah, but you also said you stopped, like you weren't active. No, but the minute you became active again, like it happened quickly. That's the thing. When I want something really bad, and I see that, like when I have that feeling, like I gotta get it, it usually does come fast. Yeah, but I need to have that motivation all the time. (laughs) I feel like for me, when it comes to things like jobs it's very easy for me to manifest stuff like that. Like, when Mm -hmm. I decide, like, I want to travel, I can make that happen. When I decide Mm -hmm. I want a new job, I can make that happen. Um, Like, you know, like, I, when I first moved to Atlanta, I was going to grad school, blah, blah, blah. And it took me seven months to get a job. And then I got real serious about, like, no, this is what I want. This is what's going to happen. And within, like, a two-year time period, I went through three jobs. And I went through starting off I went through manifesting a $25,000 more in my pay in that two year period and I did it slowly at first I was just like I need a job in my field I need a job in my field at a master's level you know blah 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 and I was able to get this job and um, even that specific job I was like no I want to keep in forensics and blah 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 and I actually went for an interview for another job and the person who ended up being my boss, it was like a six-person interview. And I wasn't specific. I was just like, no, I want a job in this field. And I had a couple of different interviews. So I was like, I don't care. Give me one of these jobs. That's kind of how I manifested. Like, give me one of these jobs. I did in this field. It made it be a job where I can network. Mm-hmm. And what ended up happening is I didn't get that job. But one of the people that was in that interview was like five, six people in that interview called me and was like, hey, look, I have another job. It's in forensics. You are going to be perfect for that job. I won't even have to interview. If you say you want that job, I'll send your stuff to HR now. And mm-hmm. that's how I ended up getting that job. And then I didn't like that job. And <laughs> around month 10 of that job, I was like, no, I want a new job. And I got real serious about manifesting. I got real serious about, so writing things down does not work for me. And mm-hmm. I think that's one of those things with not just manifestation with everything. I tell this to my clients all the time. Do what works for you. Yeah. You know, don't worry if how Mary said this is how she did it and this is how it worked for her. That might not work for you. Do what feels comfortable to your spirit and do what feels comfortable to you and what works for you. Um, so for me, same thing. I had another friend who also writing stuff down worked for her. Writing stuff down never did anything for me. Um, but also, I think I get to my head when I write. I'm not a person that can just write free-flowing. Mm-hmm. So, But I, I can visualize free-flowing. And so I would take quiet time. And I would talk to my fiance at the time. And I would be like, hey, I need you to take the baby. And he knew, like, two, three times a week, like, rest needs her quiet time. And he would take the baby and him and the baby go pick up some food or him and the baby go downstairs and start cooking. And I would like sit down in the middle of the bed or in the middle of the floor. And I would just have like a whole 20, 30 minute session of visualizing what I want. And when it came to jobs, a lot of times I was like, um, I want to be making more money. And this is what it's going to feel like. I'll be able to afford this. I'll be able to buy this and not have to worry. I will be able to do this and it not be a stressor on me because I have the money and the income to do that. Um, and then I will also visualize things that I wanted. Like I want to have my own office again. Cause my first mm-hmm. job um, outside of grad school, the last job I had before I went to grad school, I had my own office, it was a nice office. 
Um, so when I went to grad school, then I graduated, I got a job where it was like a big room and it was like eight of us in there. And matter of fact, I ended up getting moved to like what was really should have been like a hallway that they put like five offices in. Not offices. Mm-hmm. We didn't I remember offices. you were talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, no, I want to have my own office again. I want mm-hmm. to, and I would visualize things like that. And so the next job I got, when I got really tired of my other job, um, I literally was like, nope, I'm going to put it out in the universe that I want a new job and I'm going to get one. And that's what happened. I put it out there. Somebody that knew me from work, um, from different meetings I went to, was like, hey, I heard you're looking for a job. We're about to have like four positions available. If you want it, you got it. Like you have to do an interview as a formality, but the job is yours. Mm-hmm. And I got that job, and then I got tired of that job. Because um, <laughs> again, not just with men do I get up and leave. When I'm done with stuff, I just leave. Like I just yeah, <laughs> I'm such it's a no big believer. Me. And like once I'm done, I'm done. I'm not about to. We not about to sit here and play these games, All right? Um. So when I got to that job, and I got sick of that job, same thing. I was like, you know what? I'm done. I can't keep doing this. Y'all not going to keep disrespecting me and my field. Y'all not going to keep disrespecting my intelligence, my professional opinion. And I was like, I'm, I'm good. And with that one, I specifically remember being like, I need to be making at least $10,000 more than what I'm making mm-hmm. at the second job. And uh, and be- between that and that first job, like now we're, we're talking about $23,000 more. And then when I got that job, I then got an increase like six months in I got a couple thousand dollars more a year and the same thing I would take quiet time and I would do it a couple times a week where I would just visualize and I when I visualize I make sure I have that feeling that I want to have when I'm there I think that's a big part of it um and by the way guys we are not experts we just tell me what worked for us <laughs> yeah, yeah let me put that out there before you send me an angry letter about did not work <laughs> Uh, you was trying to get, you know, Jay-Z, and you ended up with Bow Wow. That's not my problem. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, like, I would just sit, and I would be like, yes, I want my own office again. I want a beautiful skyline view in my office. I want to be able to look out my window and feel peace when I'm in this office. I want a title that is more important than my current title that was and that and that was just honestly a thing i wanted at the time um and i manifested the type of work environment i when i said you know this is a, i, I should have been more specific now that i'm there but we're not gonna go into that but i did say specifically <laughs> like i want a boss i feel close with i feel like i can be honest with and i is honest with me i want co-workers mm-hmm. where we can hang outside of work and it doesn't feel forced and we like each other and we yeah. help each other not only in the office but outside of the office and that mm-hmm. was important to me not because I'm still like team yo they are your co-workers like there's certain things I still believe like I don't <laughs> care how cool y'all are that's your co-worker but I am in Atlanta I'm not from Atlanta I don't have family in Atlanta uh, so it was big to me that I had people that you know if I did want to get dinner I could get dinner with or if I do want to get lunch with on our lunch break, I could. Um, and I was able to manifest that. I was only looking for a job for about two months when I got my current position. And it's going to be three years and like six like months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be three years at this position in six months. Um, but 
I it took two months and the same thing happened and one of the things I was very specific on is that I was like and I don't want it to be a struggle I do not want it to be a struggle for me to have this job I want a job that they are like you are so perfect for this position and the same thing happened that I put it out there that I want I was looking for work and I got a call one of my homegirls worked there and they're like yo I let the boss know you were looking for work and she said to let you know like she will personally send you an email the minute we post this position she will personally make sure that if your if your application doesn't get through um you know the computer part because you know a lot of times nowadays hr isn't looking at your stuff first it gets sent through a computer generator you yeah. have to pass the computer generator before your stuff gets sent to HR. The HR sends the list to the boss or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And like my current position, like again, like when I interviewed, I had two friends that worked there, and like straight up called me and was like, they said that you did, the, you were the best candidate they interviewed out of everybody. And my position now, um, we had an interview process recently, and my boss actually lets us because it's like three, four rounds to get to my position you have to interview so many times but the first round she lets co-workers interview with her and you interview with her and like two or three of my co-workers and um she said that like one of my homegirls she was just like yeah they said like when you interviewed it was like everybody said that they just stopped writing at some point and went hire her (laughs) and I was so concerned because uh, in our field, it's mostly women. It's mostly women. Men are starting to become more and more of a, f- a factor. And um, pro- unfortunately, when you're in a field that's dominated by women, um, mm-hmm. when men apply for jobs, companies like to hire them because they're such a minority in the field. Yeah. And yeah. especially when we were talking about mental health and stuff, a lot of times men want male counselors. Men mm-hmm. want, you know, especially young men, they want to see young men they want to be mentored by men they want their therapist mm-hmm. to be a man they think they understand them better whatever whatever and I understand that no problem with that and so when I got in when I got to the last round my boss was no longer a factor like it was a big 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 boss okay who was interviewing me and I found out I was interviewing against two men it was I was the only female that made this round and I remember feeling real real nervous because I know how it is in the field especially right. if it's a team that don't have a lot of men on it you mm-hmm. even when you're the best they will kick you out for a minute um I feel like my nurses can understand this because I have a friend that's a nurse and that was big she had to deal with that when men come in the field as male nurses they got paid more they got um more shifts yeah stuff like that um because they're like yeah but if we get a man you know they can do you know the lifting by themselves instead of me using two nurses to do this and they bought a lot you know just real a whole bunch of misogynistic thinking um yeah. and i remember one <laughs> i remember wearing <laughs> uh um, what are those things called a waist belt not a waist belt a waist <laughs> trainer and a really great mm-hmm. bra I, I, I will put that on when i did that last interview uh, I made sure I was looking great because the guy who interviewed me was a man. So I definitely was like, well. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> let me distract you a little bit. I won't even lie. I <laughs> but also, I remember like manifesting as I was waiting in the like up into that point, but also as I was waiting to do the final interview while I was waiting in the like waiting area. And I remember sitting there and saying and just visualizing how this interview was going to go. And I remember visualizing mm-hmm. like, this is going to be a great conversation 
conversation. And I remember when the secretary came to get me to go upstairs, she was like, are you okay? Because while I was sitting there, I had my eyes closed and I was like smiling to myself. And I was like moving my head around while I was having this whole visualization because I like felt that. Like I Mm -hmm. felt that shit where I was like, yes, it's going to be great. And he's going to be like, oh my gosh, you're so charming and you're so smart. (laughs) (laughs) So you're just smiling at your own day. Yeah. So when she came to get me, she was like, um, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. I was like, hi. She's like, uh, okay. You good? Okay. I'm about to walk you up for an interview. You you need a second? I'm I'm good. Um, And it took literally, by the time I drove back to my home, I had the offer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I definitely think it works. Now, for me, when it comes to my love life, I can't manifest shit. And I just don't. (laughs) I just don't. I don't even try. I think when I was younger, I tried before. um, And I think that's really just more of a personal thing. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just think that's a lesson in my life. The universe is always, when it comes to my life, like, oh, bitch, you thought. (laughs) That's how the universe treats me every time. Yeah, no. Yeah. (laughs) You thought, honey. No, you got to learn lessons. Um, but when it comes to like job when it comes to like whenever I want to travel same thing I've always been able to like usually manifest that if I put my mind to it if I'm like you know what I want to go here I really want to do this Um, if I have the time I can usually be like make money appear and money will appear right I can usually be like I really want someone to go with me and someone will pop up and just be like yeah girl I want to go you didn't tell me I want to go and then boom um, so that has been a thing but yeah when it comes to my love life I leave it alone my friend did send me a book I don't know if I ever sent this to you it's called Pussy Whip mm-hmm. did I send this to you so it's a no. book on how to vis- on how to manifest like a mate and how to get them to do whatever you want wow yeah so she uses it she swears it works I read some of it and I just it didn't sit right with my spirit um, and that's not to say like I think the book is wrong or whatever it just didn't sit with me and I think the reason it sit with me is because like the way that the book was worded and some of the things it did I personally just felt odd because I knew I wouldn't want a person to do that to me Yeah. and I knew when it came to my love life I was like no at least when I think about my love life now I'm like send me someone who loves me because they love me, not because I asked mm-hmm. you guys. Not because I, I wanted to be a natural feeling, not because yeah, yeah, not because and I. It's asked not you natural love. I don't really want it. Or if you're doing it, or that I had to like make you. No, I don't want none of that. Yeah, yeah. Like whenever I um, like whenever I um, like hear about people who are like getting readings on love lives and all this stuff that I'm cool with like you want to know but whenever I hear people like oh I wonder if there's a spell I can do to make someone fall in love with me I'm like uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Oh, slow your roll slow your roll <laughs> because yeah. the way I look at it I'm just like you deserve someone that just is, that you don't have to ask someone to put under a trance to love you Mm-hmm. You, that's what you deserve. You deserve someone that you don't have to put all of this emotional manipulation into to wanting to be with you. I agree. Yeah. Because it's like, and you should want that for yourself, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I get loving someone so much and just wishing they would love me back. Um, but I, you know what? I didn't. I don't know if this is an age. I don't even think it's an age. Yeah, it might be an age thing. Because, you know, I will say there was one person when I was young 
that I was just so in love with. And I remember just wanting him to love me back consistently. Because he would do that. Mm-hmm. I love you so much and so intensely stuff. And then it would just cool. Mm-hmm. And then it would come back and it would just cool. And I'm like, no, just just let it stay. Let's just let it stay. Because mine stays. Um, so maybe it's an age thing. Maybe that's a thing we do when we're younger. And it just takes time to grow. But um now I definitely if anybody's going through that if anybody is ever like oh, I just want them love you you deserve better F them yeah. you deserve yeah. somebody you are so amazing and you deserve someone that's going to look at you like you're the most amazing thing in the world with no reservations you deserve somebody that when they meet you are like yo this is it mm-hmm. that when they meet you they're like yo they're amazing you do not need to be with someone who meets you and needs a year to figure out yeah i mean are you the one yeah yeah and and and, and maybe i'm being harsh by saying you have to know you're the one right away but i definitely don't think like at least for me what i want for myself is i don't want to be with someone that takes a year to figure out they love me Mm -hmm. i don't want to be with someone that takes a long time to figure out if they want to be with me or is wavering if they're unsure about me that's not what I ask mm-hmm. that's not I like I like passionate intense loves and exactly I personally none of us deserve any half ass shit and they should and shouldn't take a year it shouldn't take all those it shouldn't take all that time you know? yeah so I'm a personal believer that if you want to manifest love manifest what you want from a person instead of focusing on that person on a specific person Mm-hmm. Being like, yeah. I want a person who is loving. Send me someone who loves me so much. Send me someone who's so caring. Send me someone that anticipates my needs, blah, blah, blah. Instead of being like, please send me Johnny. I know mm-hmm. he is married to that woman, but I feel like he shouldn't be. Please send me Johnny. <laughs> like, don't. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. You don't know who that woman ancestors are. <laughs> right, right. Right. Open, uh, Pandora's box and Johnny gonna put you through the ringer. Leave Johnny he in ain't the front of the it. He ain't he ain't with you for a reason. Look, look, bro. And a side note though, there was I remember there was this guy, you already know who I'm talking about, who like I really, really loved. And we just had this on and off in this intense and we really were trauma bonded more than anything but I didn't realize it at the time and I remember like we ended stuff I got engaged and then he got engaged and I ended my engagement but he got married and I remember being so heartbroken and I remember just being like really also because he 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 married my doppelganger so that also hurt me because I was like so really (laughs) (laughs) like really you didn't you could marry me, but you could marry my great value version. Really, nigga? <laughs> um, but we're going to find skip that. And I don't mean that. And I don't mean that to this her. She's a beautiful woman. I, I, if she's anything like me, I know she's amazing. Uh, but I say that to say it was someone who was very much like me, but also very much not. That's all mm-hmm. I mean by that. Because uh, she's absolutely gorgeous girl. Um, but anyways, I say all that to say, going back to the Johnny situation, where that man put that woman through the ringer. Like, when I say put that woman through the ringer, put that woman through the ringer. And it wasn't until I was much older that I was able to stop and look back at that situation, because I was young. But when I was mm-hmm. older, I looked back at that situation. I was like, I remember all those times you cried and you're like, I love him so much. And I just don't understand. And maybe in the next life, we could be butterflies and we reunite. <laughs> no. <laughs> and now I am so happy that somebody else <laughs> took that. Yeah. I wish she didn't have to. I wish none of us had to. 
and luckily you know she was able to get away from him too girl I hope you took him for everything he got I hope you up here living <laughs> off some, um, spouse support in Cancun right now girl get short because <laughs> um, <laughs> the problem wasn't us it was definitely and still is him but yes, yes. <laughs> I say that all to say sometimes especially when it comes to love situations we have situations that hurt us and we're like why them why not mm-hmm. what happened and you you don't even understand how many times it's probably the universe being like or your ancestors being like one? baby girl or baby boy I'm not even gonna let you go through that yes I'm gonna stop you before you even get started mm-hmm. yes. your ancestors might be like look she gonna go through that or he gonna go through that and it's gonna break the heart but they're gonna come back stronger and more resilient and we let you go through that you're gonna end up in jail and that's the end of our story okay so yeah. so that's just, that's not yeah um so yes I, again definitely i believe general manifestation when it comes to things like love helps and even maybe sometimes with jobs i've always found that with jobs it was easier for me when i manifest what i wanted versus it's like i want like this title yeah 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 versus I want this title but now I will say I have I have generated a very specific income out to me um right Mm -hmm. now I don't know do you have any specific books or you just kind of read stuff on Instagram or as people tell you or you don't really remember the thing is yeah I don't remember any sources I I kind of like Instagram or those people tell me and then I research but I never really read a lot of books yeah, I have read a couple. I just can't remember. I feel like I've definitely read The Secret. I think everybody kind of starts off there. Um, mm-hmm. There's a guy that's like Abraham Hicks, I think say. He's a guy that like when you talk about manifestation and law of attraction, he's like the father of it. Like he's the first person that came to mind. And I've listened mm-hmm. to a couple of his lectures and stuff like that. Um, but there's none that I specifically stick to. I'm just a big believer in doing what works for me. Like what yeah. aligns with my spirit and what feels good. Um, but I do know um, from the things I remember things that have always stuck out to me is one be clear about what you want mm-hmm. um, even with myself I think I've said this when earlier like there's been times I have not been clear and it's like I get some of it but a whole bunch of unintentional stuff comes because I wasn't clear about it yeah um for example, with that one job, my first job that I manifested is when I got here to Atlanta, I was like, I want to be in forensics. I want to have a job with my, t- you know, blah, blah, blah. And I got it. And I was in forensics, but I didn't talk nothing about what I wanted my coworkers to be like. I didn't talk nothing about what I wanted my caseload to be like. I didn't talk about a lot of stuff that when I got there, I was like, oh, okay, so I did get this, but I forgot all this other stuff comes with it. And I don't like this stuff. That's why you have to be clear, you were saying. Yes, so I definitely think Mm -hmm. if you are a journaler, to write down, think about all the stuff you want and all the stuff you don't want and write it down and be clear. Mm -hmm. Uh, Especially when visualizing, trying to be clear, specific about what you want. Of course, everything's going to come with things we don't know, but I think the clearer you are, the better. Yeah, I agree. Um, Second, be clear about the feeling that you want. The, um, I for me, I know feelings are a big part of manifestation for me. Um, mm-hmm. Feeling it as I'm visualizing, knowing what type of feeling I want to come, um, I feel like that's always been big for me. I don't know if that's a big thing for you. Like the feelings, yeah. Um, 
the feelings are like a big thing for me. Like I'm trying to like I think that's what I'm back to where I'm like daydreaming and like mm-hmm. it's just like the feeling I want to feel and I try to make that feeling a reality. Mm-hmm. I guess. So, yeah, it's a big thing for me too. I mean, to me, the whole visualization is just structured <clears throat> daydreaming. Yeah, it's just structured daydreaming. It's daydreaming, but you have some like goals set in mind. <laughs> so like, this is definitely how I want this to go in my head. Um, another one is practicing like gratitude. It's mm-hmm. a big part of it. I feel like at least for me, I especially when I'm trying to reach it, um, and I want it to go faster. I think having a abundance mindset, and even when I'm practicing it, and like. Let's say I'm trying to visualize um, a trip to Thailand, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I need the money. I don't have the money. I want to stay somewhere beautiful. I don't. I don't want to have money when I'm there shopping, blah blah. And I just try to practice gratitude. And then a, one of my homegirls goes, "Girl, you know, I just want a trip to Thailand. I'm gonna take this bum dude with me. You know, to do that old pay half a rent and make me pay for all my meals. I'm gonna take him. And instead of being like, oh, that's what I was asking for." but not letting yourself get there just still being like oh my gosh that's so awesome and using that as and so now I know it can happen to me and being Mm -hmm. happy for that person and genuinely not letting that stop your mindset and still putting it out in a positive way and still and not letting little things like that sidetrack you or dampen your spirit I feel like at least for me that's been extremely important thing is so that, that can get you off the track all the way comparing like that their story be their story it can motivate you for more but not like oh I wanted that like you said mm-hmm. so yeah and having this for me a big part is just having like an abundance mindset like it's gonna happen mm-hmm. even if I'm like dang I was hoping it happened by now like keep it in mind like no it's gonna happen and just staying positive being positive about it yeah yeah okay um, I think another thing is make sure you address any limiting beliefs that you have. Um, mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is like, for some of us, we don't we have beliefs about ourselves that stops us from attaining certain things. And so sometimes people will like try to manifest something, and then later throughout their week, um, they have a feeling that's like, man, I don't deserve this. Mm-hmm. I'm not even qualified for this, bruh. I don't, they don't even pay people that much. Like, you have to address that before you start manifesting. So that way, even if those thoughts, because sometimes things, thoughts come in that are intrusive that we do not try to have come in, they just come in. But like, if when you're trying to manifest, I really believe by understanding what your limited beliefs are and already preparing yourself of and when that happened, I'm going to put a stop to that. Mm-hmm. So when I am like, you know, I want to go to Thailand, um, and it comes up in my mind like um you can't even save to go out to you know jersey what you mean you go i can just automatically <laughs> be like uh no we not i'm not thinking about that because i can whenever i put my mind to it i could and i'm gonna put my mind on time and guess what it's gonna happen it's learning gonna happen, how to yeah. stop yourself when those thoughts come for the negative thoughts yeah yeah um also of course trusting the process Mm-hmm. understand that it is a process um i think i feel like i've definitely um come across people who are like nah i tried that meditation stuff and i tried that law of attraction stuff and like i, I did ain't nothing happened so i feel like it's not real understand it's a process 
Yeah, it's not gonna be an overnight thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think when you put too much on like, oh, I've been doing this for a whole month or a whole year and it hasn't happened, um, you create stress mm-hmm. and it kinda it kinda seeps um or it kind of plants seeds of distrust in the process. And I think the more and more you do that, the more and more you allow those thoughts of like, uh, it should have happened by now, the more and more it's going to slowly creep up on you to stop doing it, to stop believing mm-hmm. it, to stop being positive. Yeah. It's going to take away from it, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think it takes away. Um, and then, so I always hear people saying like, raise your vibes and have positive vibes. Um, raise your like vibrations and stuff or uh, your energy. I don't really know what to say on that. I've read a lot on energy and energy work. I just don't feel like I know how to put it into words. Yeah, I don't think I do either. Yeah, but that's something I know people always say. And I think for me, to me, it just goes back to that whole being aware of what your thoughts are, understanding that what you think you attract. Um, and so for me, the whole raising your energy thing is more about protecting your thoughts, um, thinking on positive things. And that's not to say we won't have negative thoughts that come sometimes. You have to be positive all the time. I think people who say you have to be positive all the time, you are just forcing, um, you're shoving things under the rug that's eventually going to come out. And it usually comes out in a more explosive way. Yeah, Yeah, but handle it in a a mature way. Like, let yourself have those feelings and then go back to being like, okay, you know what? I thought about those. I let myself explore those feelings, but now I'm back on my bullshit. We're going to do this. This is going to happen. I'm going to be positive. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way to be (laughs) when you're trying to manifest. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another important thing is um, also looking for the signs and trusting in signs that you get from the universe. I think that a lot of times the universe do get does give us little signs. And I think if you did not grow up with like vibes, energies, law of attraction type of environment and lifestyle, sometimes you can feel silly by saying, yes, the universe sent me a sign. Because it sounds silly in your head if you're not not used to those concepts and those principles. Um, and I think uh, another key point to keep in mind with this is, you know, just detach from the outcome. I think when you just trust that it's going to happen instead of being so concerned with like, okay, now when is it going to happen? It's going to happen this way. Detach yourself from the outcome. Uh, I feel like for at least for me that has been one of the most important things yeah put it out into the universe when you go into your moments of like meditation and you want to think about it visualize it visualizing and then let it go at least mm-hmm. for me don't obsess don't obsess over it don't constantly have it constantly wavering on your mind set aside personal time for it and then when you're outside that personal time let it go because you trust the process you don't have to obsess over something when you trust that it's going to happen that's true i think that's for me i just knew it was gonna happen for me so it wasn't like something i dwelled on i was like it's gonna happen even with the like the negative parts of trying to get home but it's i just had to make it happen so i think that's a good idea i mean a good thing to follow I agree. And it worked out so, so good for you. Like, y'all, when I tell y'all, her, 
home process was crazy like <laughs> because again like we talked about it and a couple times over like the course of a couple months she was like yo I want this to happen This is Ras, and we are taking a quick break so I can talk to you guys about the Overlook Podcast. The Overlook Podcast is a true crime podcast where I go over the cases of missing people of color. I specifically go over cases that have little media coverage. I go over cases that are still not been solved and the individual is still missing. On this podcast, you'll hear me talk about cases that you probably never heard of. I try to post clips from news sources and family member interviews, and we try to ask some of the questions that the media still hasn't answered, that the police still have not answered. And of course, as always, we ask that the listeners keep a lookout for this person if they've seen this person if they've heard this person's name if they think they know anything related to the case that they give a call in to the police station or give a call in to crime stoppers the name of the podcast is called the overlooked and you can find it on all major streaming platforms you can also find us on instagram at the overlooked podcast with two t's at the end again that's the overlooked thank you for your time like over the summertime she was telling me like yeah I think I'm gonna buy home and I was like yeah girl me too I never thought about it again <laughs> and then <laughs> me like over the you had talked to me a little bit about journaling and you know you were obviously already doing your own thing visualizing and so forth and you had told me a couple times like especially when it came to neighbors you're like I'm gonna be out of here mm-hmm. like matter of fact like no girl I'm gonna be out of here I'm gonna get me a home and then, like you said, like you walked in, you know, of course you did your background work of visualizing and saying and writing down, but then like you went in randomly and you told me, you're like, yeah, I got a home. And I was like, what? You're like, oh yeah, I just, you know, I got this information. I was like, yeah, I want it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna just go in. You're like, and they approved me and now I got a home. <laughs> so I agree. Like, And then I was like waiting until it to be finalized and I was like, I'm not gonna think about it. I'm just gonna let it happen. Yeah, like I wasn't even like, yeah, because you were like real hush hush about it mm-hmm. for a while. Um, I know you had told me, but I think like you were we were talking about it. And you were telling me like you you weren't letting people know for until it happened, and you just kind of no. trust the process. Like, no, it's gonna happen when I when I when I get my keys. I'll take a picture and let y'all know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I only told like other friends probably a week before. So it was just like, yeah. I was just like, no. Before I posted it, I wanted to tell close people. Yeah. Yeah. So it can happen, guys. I definitely think so. Let us know, guys. Let us know in the comments and the DMs how, uh, especially if you guys got some good tips, I will go ahead and post them. What are some manifestation tips you guys have used that have worked for you guys? Do you guys believe in it at all? Or are you like, no, that don't work? I, you Mm -hmm. know, I put my hand on my Bible and that's it. Um, so let us know, let us know in the comments. Um, as always, guys, we will be back with a new episode next Thursday. Um, yes, 
definitely we're trying to get to 500 people by the end of this week i think we're at like 487 so share our content like our content guys leave reviews on apple Podcasts, please um you guys always send us so many dms throughout the week and i appreciate them so much you guys are so funny you guys are so funny. You guys crack me up in the comments. You guys crack me up in the DMs. Uh, but it would be greatly appreciated for um, stats and for the way that uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, the way that they share our stuff, even Instagram, the way that they give our content to new people who are unaware of our page, are unaware of our podcast. It's based on things like likes, on like sharing our stuff, on like saving our stuff, and of course, on reviews. So, always always we appreciate when you guys tell us uh you like the episode or you give us a funny comment or you're like girl i just went through this uh but if you could also put that in the reviews that would be great and again we want to reach 500 followers on instagram by the end of this week so share our page um and definitely recommend us to friends family or whoever you think might enjoy the podcast again thanks you guys for listening we'll be back with a new episode next thursday you guys have a good one